uh, that says a lot about not only character but about work ethic you know because as it stands right now the money's not in it right it, it just takes time to get where you want to go and i think that uh, just being able to be here and put something together uh, it has to be a long-term hold you know you can't just go buy a pfp and expect it to double or triple in value within a couple days and if it does that's awesome you know, but there's still projects out there, especially with us, you know, that we want to do this for a long time and we want to make sure that uh, we're able to put this on the uh, mainstream level, you know, and, and that's going to be a while before we get there. And it just takes hard work and dedication. This week episode is brought to you by None of Secrets Supply of Sauce, the best sauce known to mankind and available on shelf anywhere. Even when the freezer is full of sauce, there is still no sauce for you. You want summer Nona sauce? Too bad. Only Nona decided who gets the sauce. Hey, hey, hey everyone. Oh, my goodness. It happened. You did it again. That's so crazy. <laughs> it's like it just like my mouth gets dry. That's so weird. Hold on. Let me get a sip of water. Take two. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Papa Mag's Pinecast. Shoot. <laughs> hey, every. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of the Poppin' Mags Pinecast. <laughs> Mags, what is going on? <laughs> uh, dude, what the fuck? You can't get any of this shit right. But we're, let's, um, I'm just laughing at you right now. Yeah, I know. I but know. yeah, hey. how, how you doing? Let's roll, man. Let's roll. We got, we got some count-ups to do here. We got K Fuel now coming in at 229 days uh, since we were promised. We got our play staking index at 248 days. We got the airdrop at 331 days. And you came off the, the count up last week, but I actually had someone uh, phone in and ask for you to be on the count up this what? coming week. Yes. Well, what happened? Apparently. They were waiting for you for 19 days to get a description for your custom zone. <laughs> I, <laughs> fuck. I, I, I believe uh, that's been, that's been qu uh, quashed. As the uh, you are correct. I am very disappointed uh, that between the time of the phone in and the in, in this <laughs> recording that it has been taken care of. But, oh, thank God. A uh, little humble uh, made his was, way onto the blockchain, right? Right. Oh my God! How cool is little humble? He is pretty cool for sure. I love the uh, the mouth it, animation. Well, the mouth animation is in in touch with the you know so humble animation for the hands, and yep. it says that's from both of us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, uh if you if you um if you watch the animation for little humble. Uh, his mouth, he says that's from both of us. Um, that's you, you can make it out. Yeah. So it was a, <laughs> it was an arduous journey, but it, it came out. You know, it's funny. We were just talking a little bit before we came on when you, when you weren't screwing every word up out of your mouth. Yeah. That's and, most of the time. So. <laughs> and um, he, you know, Theta Zilla Club, just he, other than Little Humble, which was actually was made, it wasn't minted, but it was made before sushis and the mechazilla right yeah three recent uh additions and those are both oh those are the sushi one's so sushi it's so funny um, yeah you got the conveyor belt of uh of sushi <laughs> right? right pretty crazy right 
and um that 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 mechazilla uh one yeah that's beauty the and that that background i mean sushi's is fantastic i love it but that like city background is just insane on the on the mechazilla yeah 100 percent. i was telling you it reminded me of like the background of one of the the wwz uh realms similar i I was telling uh, I was telling Theodazilla that it reminded me of the commercial. Uh, he didn't know the commercial. He's a little bit younger than us, um, but he remembers the game. It was a Milton Bradley game, not a proud sponsor. Uh, crossfire. Do you remember that? Crossfire. Crossfire. Sure. You get <laughs> caught up in the crossfire. Ooh, crossfire. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was like a post-apocalyptic world where kids were trying to kill other kids um, in a pit of fire, essentially in a, you know, so I, it gave me those kind of vibes. And then Zilla remembered he actually played the game. So it was uh, all, it went all the way around. Yeah, no, that was a, uh, that was a very cool Mechazilla. I love the, uh, the fire out of the, the, the feet. And he also had uh laser eyes and, and atomic breath. Is that correct? Oh, did I he? believe I, so. I believe he did. Yeah. Sounds like he did. Yes. Don't don't uh don't look it up on me, but I'm pretty you, sure that's the case. So the delay for getting him done where I was working on he's like, "Hey, I need some, you know, like what should we write about him, you know, in the, you know, the da- the metadata, right? That shows up." And I was like, "Oh, let me yeah. think about it. I'll get back to you." And then like life happened, right? And then um I was like, "Oh man, I'm sorry I didn't get it." And he goes he goes he goes, no worries. So this was like almost a week later. He goes, no worries, man. If you, if you don't want it, I'll just delete, delete it. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, no. I was like, oh my god. I messaged Sushi Cat, and I was like, I was like, hey, I love yours. She goes, oh, that's great. She goes, it was so cool. I go, yeah. I go, he's threatening. I go, I go, Thetazilla's threatening to uh, uh, destroy mine. She goes, what? And I was like, yeah. So we were talking with Swampy on. Um, I forget what it was. I think it was on um, the Tygon's first WWZ thing match, I believe. The Tuffle. The Tuffle, uh, as it were. And uh, he said he was just joking with me. But you know how I take everything seriously. So I was like on pins and needles with him. I'm like, I know I was going to get back to you. And he's like, whenever you get to it. So, But it was nice to know he was going to add me to the list. So, Yeah, he's been pretty ornery lately. So. <laughs> <laughs> so i wouldn't have been surprised if he was just like nap see ya uh, uh, i don't know about that funny. no i'm kidding he put yeah, a ton of work into that yeah so we had some uh we had some peeling going on since our last conversation yes so we are it's sunday night uh our usual lately um and uh, for recording and our last episode that went out, we did all our recording with the guest and our pre-interview Friday. It was all done last Friday. Correct. Right? So Magnum got peeled on Saturday, the day after. So that wasn't covered. Um, and, and what's your thoughts on peeled Magnum? Woo! He's he is uh, he's a saucy little number. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. A spicy meatball. Ugh. You know, I I uh, I had the original Magnum as my PFP for a while, and then I um, I brought the brick wall back on my on my pineapple Magnum. Yeah. But then I was like, I got this thing. I was like, I think 
I'm gonna be having banana magnum on for a while. I think. Yeah, dude. Honestly, like peeled magnum is fire. No doubt about it. Now that we've got through there, uh, um, I saw. Yeah, Skeletor. Skeletor peeled. Ah, sick. Woo. Yeah, that one's nice. That's very. Cool. I mean, honestly, like, which one do you prefer? The original, but yeah, I that is like really cool looking. I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, definitely yeah, original, one, but that is like really that one's cool amazing though. both ways for sure. Yeah, the yeah the Skeletor might be. Oh man, that might be my of what I've seen for the customs that have been minted and not minted, not you know, yeah, that have been made for people. That's yeah, that I think that was the one top of my list, and yeah, I was like so. one off of it. So, oof, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I saw a big time pine sale recently as well. We had a cram pine. Oh, cram pine getting passed around like a like one of those Christmas presents at the office holiday party. Uh, I mean, I, so yes, I, someone was looking. So <laughs> this actually, let me tell the story. It's a little funnier because um, somebody posted in Trader's Bay and disturbance sends me a message and he's like, he DMs me. He's like, Hey Magnum, uh, somebody's looking for you in Trader's Bay. And I was like, Oh, what the, what the hell is this about? And I go in there and it goes, it says, this guy goes, hey, who's T-Fizzle? So, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm T-Fizzle. So, yeah, he, <laughs> was, he was interested in Crampine. And I, I wasn't actually looking to sell him. You know, I got him, I got him at a, you know, bargain, bargain bin, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and he, you know, he really wanted them. He liked them. You know, everything is tough. And I probably could use a, you know, a few schleckles myself, you know? So... You know, I mean, and, what's uh, not to like about him, though, right? No, oh, I like him. I, I think he's hysterical. Uh, but uh, so I was like, someone reached out to me. He wanted him. He basically paid me kind of what the close to what the market price is. Uh, so that's not terrible. Nice. So, um, but you know, he wanted him. Uh, he he liked him. You know, so um, he wasn't like totally set on my hundred and twenty man roster. So, so yeah, I shipped him. <laughs> You know, he he changed his name to like Crampine, and uh, and I love, love to see that. I love to see that. You know, yeah, you love to see that. People, so there seems like and there's some other people uh, that have also been hitting up Traders Bay looking to buy customs. Like one guy was like, "Hey, I got this really nice one." He goes, "I'm only looking at customs and only at a certain price." So if you have a custom that you want to part with for about around that price, that's less than Traders Bay, then Traders Bay is where you need to go. Yep. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. Uh, and I saw your boy Dole. He went out and got himself a shotgun, a lumberjack shotgun. Mm-hmm. He did. Good for him. He, you know, those are two uh, pretty rare. Uh, it's a rare torso, and yes, it is. It's a, it, and that's a rare um, prop. So yes, it is. Props to Dole. Props to Dole. Yeah, he couldn't get the uh, the army shotgun dude from me, so he got the lumberjack. Shotgun. Uh, his is probably rare probably yeah but it's a lumberjack exactly <laughs> uh and i also saw this week there was a massive uh market movement dragon prime new oh, one yeah cheapo depot unbelievable i mean uh you know it was already listed lower than they've gone 
Yeah. And then it, they just went even lower. Yep. On that. So congratulations, Havoc and Chaos. I mean, this guy, he's basically all Simbies, uh, and he's in there heavy. So Havoc and Chaos? I believe that's his name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's definitely bringing the Havoc and Chaos with, with what he's doing in there. Uh, congrats to him and welcome to the Dragon Prime land. Yeah, it's a uh, it's rarefied air in there. It is rarefied air and we breathe it. So it's nice. So I heard you got a phone in from someone hanging in Canada. Uh, I mean, I got a discord message. Sure. Okay. Discord message. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, as we're, as we're recording camp theta is in full swing. I imagine if, if it ends tomorrow, that tonight is like a culmination of that right now. I don't know. I don't know who's winning. I don't know. I just but we dude, know who's losing. Well, well, <laughs> we know who's not doing as well as he hoped, and that would be our pal OG Swampass. Yeah, Swampy. He says there was some kind of canoe incident. I can't wait to watch this. I know it would have been amazing to see live for sure. But yeah, man, I package it up, and and this is the content I really want to see. Absolutely. Um, who is your money on? Well, I didn't happen to purchase any of the ones at auction. Um, but I think you might have. I I didn't. Well, I uh, no. So friend of the Pinecast, Andrew Barry, purchased uh, Swampy, even and, though I told her not to. <laughs> just and, saying. And, hey, he he's it's an underdog story. It's Miracle on Ice. Listen, he's got the heart. only U.S. team on there in 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 Canada's backyard. You know, and and you are so against Team USA and everything and everything. Pretty, yeah, I know. That's why that's why this makes so much sense. Why uh, I would love to see Swampy uh, take it home. So, yeah. All right, man. Uh, we had the, the pleasure of having a couple of the guys from really our first kind of dive into ETH projects. Uh, Fame and Cuzzo from the Insiders. And it was a pleasure having them on. We thank them again for, for doing that. And you'll hear more from them after these messages. Poppin's popping and locking. Magnum scrutinizing. Papa Max Podcast. Fame Cuzzo, how you guys doing? Pleasure to have you on. Doing well, man. Thank you for having us. It's It's been a long time coming, I feel. You know, you guys have thrown a lot of support, so it's only right we come in and uh, say what's up. You know, I appreciate it. Thanks for having us, man. I couldn't wait to get here today. It's kind of late in the day, but uh, I cleared up my schedule and said, okay, it's uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Let's just go. Uh, but yeah, thanks for having us, man. Can't wait to get this started and uh, see what we got. Awesome. Yeah. Well, no, we, we certainly appreciate you guys popping on. I think this is actually the first live ETH project that we've had on the show. We did have the Skull and Bananas, which is like the derivative of our pineapples. They're on ETH as well, but they were on the show prior to their drop. So this is the first live ETH project that we've had on our humble little pinecast. So it's a, it's a nice, nice branch out. That's awesome, though. You guys have been killing it, man. I, I, I've listened to a couple of these podcasts and just the dynamic that you two have going on. It's hilarious, man. It's, it's, I love putting it on while I'm in the car and just listening and I die laughing every single time. So I can't wait to get into it. 
Well, we certainly appreciate the kind words. You know, we don't usually have kind words for each other here, uh, as you heard. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, no. Super There's cool. some black sites that love our show for some reason. I don't know why. Say some what? What do you mean? Black sites? Oh, that's, uh, you know, like what they would use to torture people with, you know. Oh, God. CIA black sites. <laughs> Is that too much? No, no. You mean black ops or something like that? Okay. Well, they right. they call them black sites because they're like off the books, you know. Ill regards. Mags would know. We'll we'll bring it back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey. So I mean, if we're gonna talk insiders, I think we a good place to start is with the art because uh, to me, this is one of the most unique art NFTs that I've seen out there. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I know there was some controversy as well. If you want to speak to that, I know that something came out about that. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I think it's really only right to kind of play through the entire uh, unfolding of it, right? Um, you know, last year around October, we had started, you know, actually looking to put a collection together and things like that. And uh, I came across a, a freelancer and, uh, you know, went through and, and actually verified that he, he made the artwork and things like that. We purchased the collection from him. Uh, the FUD that you were speaking about earlier, you know, we had uh, during the middle of our, our actual launch, you know, we're sitting there on Twitter going through responding to everybody. And um, there's a plugin called NFT Inspect, which is, which is essentially shows what collection uh, uh, artwork is related to, so on and so forth. And uh, it pops up. It's on Solana. So immediately, you know, we're literally in the middle of a mint and it's just like, oh my God, you know, how is this, this going on? And so I reached out directly to the artist and I'm like, hey man, um, you know, this artwork is showing up on a, another blockchain, you know, this isn't us, what's going on? And, um, you know, he more or less just told me that when he was shopping this collection around, someone had basically picked up the Dropbox and took the artwork and launched and ran with it. And uh, man, it, it was really unfortunate. It sucked, you know, but Really, it was just one of those situations where I felt like, you know, we purchased the artwork and we were trying to do it the right way. And really, the only thing that you could do is just try to get ahead of it, you know. So we posted an announcement, basically told everybody what was going on, the situation, and, uh, the conversation with the actual artist himself. And the artist is in our Discord. You know, he supports the project. He still does artwork for us here and there. Um, so it was just a really, it was a, a, a crappy situation to start it out. But you know, we recover from that. We continue to push forward. And, and I think just being transparent and being real about it, you know, it's not something that we run away from. Yeah, it sucks. But at the end of the day, what can you do? You know, and so time progressed on a little bit more, man. We kept building out and, uh, you know, the artwork really became a staple for our project, you know, from a, a creative standpoint, simply because there's so many different options there. You know, I think that a lot of times you're dealing with collections that really play into the derivative role and you know, you don't really have that much originality now. And with us, you know, building a project, it has to have very, very strong uh, visuals so you can create experiences around it. Right. So I think that anything that you build out, you know, it has to be relatable to people in general. So we have, I think, over 200 traits specifically, you know, all the way from uh, ETH insiders to golden apes to you know, transparent souls, literally anything that you can think of at this point. So, yeah, I mean, it was an unfortunate situation, but I think the process played out well and it was a beautiful ending to where we got from it and, and continue to push forward. 
Yeah, I'll just go ahead and add to that what Fame is saying. Uh, <clears throat> that stolen art wasn't actually a complete, you know, a complete copy of anything like that because I don't think they they had the colors proper. I don't think they had all the uh, the traits uh, just because they didn't have the full files of it. So it's not that it was a completely stolen. Uh, they couldn't really get it. So even if you try to go ahead and match it what they had acquired, uh, it will not match up. The traits won't match up. The, the colors won't match up. But but yes, it's it's super unique. Magnum, I'm with you on that one. It's super. St- striking uh when you first look at it uh it it speaks to you <laughs> what it says it's it's too up to the individual so yes when you're looking at the collection and compare it to everything else that's out there it is different it's striking uh and and we latch on to it and it's super important to us and it's definitely important to our holders yeah definitely and you know i i certainly appreciate how you guys handled that transparency something we're we're big on you know i'm uh if you've heard us, you've heard of the count, the reverse countdowns that we do. And, you know, it's just like, you know, you guys got out in front of it. You really, you just attacked it. There's at that point, there was nothing you could do. You did nothing wrong, um, but you did what needed to be done. And uh, it's not always easy, but I, I think you handled it proper. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to also agree with the, the previous caller. Um, when you guys would have, I was more active on some of those um, Twitter spaces or now they're X spaces. You guys have been around so long. They used to be Twitter spaces, but someone would always bring up the question and you guys would happily, you know, answer it. It's like, Hey, you know, it's, let's just get this out there. And you guys got it out there seemingly every time. And it, you know, it's, it was uh, nice to, nice to hear that up front. Yeah. And, and it was rough, man. You know, it literally felt like every time we got on spaces, we were having to go through it, you know, but at the same time, like, you know, we come from communities too, you know, we've dealt with other projects as well. And I feel like anytime there's something that people want an answer to it, if they are willingly investing in what you're doing, it's only right that you try to get out in front of it and at least talk about it. You know, we're in a space now to where things go left every day, you know, and, and people will just kind of run away from it or, or be extremely vague about it. And that's just not the way that we want to operate. You know, I think that it will get us a lot farther if, if people can actually, you know, if we can get in front of people and speak to them about what's going on and, and just tell them the reality of the situation. You know, I, hopefully that uh, gains people's trust long term and, and it helps us uh, build out the project entirely. You know, I think that people respect that a lot more versus, uh, no, we don't want to talk about that in public or we don't want to say anything about it. It's just not the right route to take. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we actually like talking about it. It's been a while since we this subject has come up uh, because there's nothing to hide, you know. And I think originally first day or second day and stuff. So when it comes to the communication with the artist, uh, the paid receipts and all that stuff, I mean, it's all transparent. It's all there. So that's why we sort of welcome those conversations because the, those conversations take place around your art. So it's it's not just talking about the controversy, but it's actually you know concentrating on the art itself. But as the time moved on, you know, getting uh, getting the deployer wallet verified in OpenSea, getting the collection verified OpenSea. So all those things just came after that, and and now it's the full circle. Uh, the collections verified, uh, the artists and the paid receipts and the controversy, everything's all settled. So you know those those things were important steps to take forward. Uh, so that's why that stuff doesn't come up anymore, but, but we don't shy away from anything like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And, you know, just kind of working within projects as well. I know it's tough to just answer these same questions over and over again. And, but yeah, you guys, you guys did a great job of handling that. Now, my other question, when it comes to the artwork, I happen to notice 
you know, you mentioned that you're verified now on OpenSea. I happen to notice that the PFP on OpenSea is not just a still image. It actually animates now. And so does it for the Discord server, right? The the PFP on the side. Is they that do. is 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 that in the cards here? I mean, we're we're not trying to pull any uh any omega <laughs> uh, out of you guys, alpha. but <laughs> he, he hit me on the head with it. You know, and here's here's my I want I wanna play a little coy here, but um you know, I think anything that we do, we're always looking to the future, right? And I personally believe that the visual side of things is one of the strongest things that we can lean into. You know, there's been a person that's within the community that's made a bunch of animated artwork and things like that. He hasn't been doing it uh, for the community anymore for reasons that we've been talking to him, talking to him. But if if it's in the cards, it will play out. You know, if it's not in the cards, it won't. But ideally, I love the fact of having animated artwork and uh, just building on that idea, you know, especially, you know, I'm a big experience type of guy. You know, and having those uh, insiders rip apart and you can kind of see the insides and, and it's a lot more visually striking. So it's definitely something that I would like to play with, but it's not set in stone right now. Was that art done by the, the community member that you're using? What, the the animated? On, yeah, the one on yeah. OpenSea. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Very cool. So now the other question is because the artwork matches perfectly to the name of the project. Was that intentional? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that the first thing that you think about is what's inside, you know, so kind of being able to play off of that and build around that entire idea of just what's inside of you, you know, and, and having them come apart when you see Ethereum. So, you know, for the ETH maxis or the basketball players, when you have something that's a, a basketball or a diamond, you know, all of that, it, it really plays into it. Um, so I think just the name and the artwork go hand in hand. Popper's a big um, uh, fanny pack maxi, right, Popper? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those purses. Oof. That's, I mean, that, you know, I, I brought it up one time in the Discord and I was shot down. Like a lot of people, a lot of people like those purses. I, I'm not. <laughs> They're called satchels. Really, yeah, it's not a satchel. The satchels would be more down towards your hips. Uh, this is like a. I don't know. I just my two cents on that popper. I know you never asked me my opinion. I, I just think some of the insiders, some of the traits and attributes look nicer on different styles of them versus others. Sure. So some sure. of them, it, they some of it, it pops. So and it's you know. Yeah. No. And there. And listen. There's nothing wrong with it. I just it happens to not be my favorite, but it happens to like a lot of people like it. Uh, but Tudiel has been schooling me on like how cool these things are and like how like I don't know it must be a are, European thing. Are you are you guys tracking poppers trying to invalidate the zombies if they have them? Yeah, that's, that's not true. I have bit. zombies. <laughs> yeah, and you say they don't count as zombies. No, I didn't. No, I thought you did. Okay, we'll so what's your favorite? What's your favorite out of the collection, Popper? Uh, I'm a. I like the zombies quite a bit. You know, I I did I did get a shiesty um that one's probably my favorite i got the the, wow. the black shiesty with the ethereum insider so wow wow yeah that cool. one that <laughs> one you, you uh, know it's funny because do you want to tell them about this i think we've had a conversation about these damn shiesties before you know it, it's funny man <laughs> you know where i'm going with it because yeah I, I know exactly and you know what I, i'm gonna let you talk about it um and there's a reason why there's only like eight black and nine white 
Uh, but Fang, yeah, you better tell this story because I cannot believe uh, how oh, they blew up. So it's funny, man. You know, going through the collection in Shiesty Mask was my least favorite trait out of everything that was created. So my serious? bright idea, yeah, I swear, my bright idea was, you know what? I'm just going to make them super rare so they don't take over the collection and I don't hear about these things. I'm going to leave them there in case people like them, but I, I just didn't, it wasn't visually there for me. So that's the reason that they're extremely rare. So it's funny now, you know, seeing people latch on to them like, oh, this is my favorite, you know, and, and people love them and I can't stand that trick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so that's- funny. That's, yeah, that's funny. That's, that's well, uh, the pineapple community has like half of them, so that's I know, great. right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how cheap they were before. I, at one point, before I don't know anyone really dove into them. I because I passed on a couple super cheap back when I first got in Popper, so I yeah, you know, I, I know. feel like a, a maroon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they almost didn't make it, man. They they really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> But it's cool now, you know, seeing it coming coming to life and and everybody kind of attaching to it. And that's really the thing here, too, is that, you know, you never know what other people are going to enjoy visually. So being able to have so many different traits in there, it's it's cool to see, you know. And um, we really look forward to at least implementing those into different experiences and whatever trait it may be. And that's even why we went as deep with the merch shop, you know, is just making sure that uh, everything has some type of utility. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to have these conversations uh, around the art and the different rarities and attributes and accessories, because when you go through it, there's something special with each one of them. And that's why, like, the entire collection, you can go down the line, even to the last mint in the 8080 number. I mean, it will look out look like like one of one. Uh, and we ha- we seem to have, be having these conversations with people. Like, some people will latch onto that accessory called Bubbles. It's one of my favorites. Uh, everybody loves the gold. Yes, everybody loves the gold apes and stuff. I mean, those, those are normal. Uh, but there's some out there that I feel like, you know, they're like uh, maybe 1% minted, you know, you'll have like a 90, you know, 85, but they're kind of hidden and they're slowly, slowly starting to come out the forefront as because a lot of people were holding a lot of supply earlier. And now that they're starting to release that, uh, some of those things are starting to come out uh, and people starting to have a conversation. So it's like, it's a renewed conversation around the art, uh, which I personally love. Uh, like I said, there's there's, uh, there's something uh, for everyone in there, like Fame was talking about, you know, the demons and the devils and the horns, <laughs> wherever you want to go with this, you know. But yeah, it's it's amazing and it's a continuing conversation. And I hope people continue to enjoy that. Uh, and we will have more conversations on art because it is subjective and everyone sees what they want to see out of it. So I think it's super cool. And it's it's one of those things about the NFTs and I think why people fall in love with it and why they first buy it as much as they do buy it. Uh, what what they see in the project and when it comes to the founder and the teams and what makes them stay in the project is an entirely different conversation. But what makes you makes you attracted to to the art at first place, you know, wherever you find it and makes that decision for you to actually go ahead and mint it or buy it in secondary, uh, that's art. Uh, and and we kind of love that. We love having those conversations. Mags, do you have uh, some favorites over there? I I well, I love the acne. I think that's my favorite is that is the acne. Um, it's just there's something so Simpsons about it. <laughs> also, too, and I think we might have talked about this last time, and I've talked to Popper a million times about it. The the different rarities on the different sites like OpenSea and Blur and 
and now OpenSea Pro has has a little bit different yeah. uh, rarities, but there's this one that's like a top. He's like top 25, 26, and he's pretty basic. On so on OpenSea, he's like ranked 25, and it's just gorgeous. And you look on that on like blurred, it's not even close to the top because there's nothing like really super rare about any of it. You know, it had like the the galaxy inside. That, I think that's my favorite inside too. And I don't even I don't know if I own any galaxy inside, but that's my favorite inside. Um, is the galaxy. The rarities are so weird, man. And and there's a, a a difference between each three of those platforms, like you said. You know, and and initially we were thinking about releasing a um, like a, a overall tool to where we could create a standard. And and you know, we just spoke with the community about it, and ultimately decided, you know, at the end of the day, it just makes more sense to allow people to latch on to what they enjoy and not necessarily uh, dive too deep into uh, rarity uh, rarity or anything like that. But uh, we've been really focused on using OpenSea uh, as our standard, I guess. But for me, you know, water has always been my favorite oh, yeah. one. Water and, and transparent hoodies, those things are beautiful. Yep. I feel like I've added so much value by talking about them so much. <laughs> you know, the planetary heads, right? Um in the beginning, nobody wanted those. And all of a sudden, in the last two or three weeks, people have just been picking them up and then the floor price just shot through the roof. So uh, like I said earlier, they're just some distraits that are starting to come as the new holders arrive. They they find something and they start to pick up. So every week, or every two weeks, we seem to have a, something that just goes through the roof. Uh, so it, it's really cool, actually. People have been yeah. playing into the idea of doing like little groups too, like, um, you know, uh, people that have flame insiders or people that have ETH insiders and uh, doing little subgroups within the Discord. I think that's a really cool thing too. I think it's going to be a natural progression anyway. Uh, as we grow, those people will bond together and they probably want to do certain things. You know, uh, we're, we're starting to steer them in that way anyway uh, by uh, doing the merch shop that's trait based. Uh, so, uh, certain merchandise that could only be purchased by those holders. So I think it's it's natural for those people to just bond together and get together and start doing those things. And I think we'll promote that in the future uh, if if uh, the entire collection of that rarity, that, that trait wants to do something special among themselves or whether it's a real world experiences or not. I think we'll promote it. I think we'll support it. Uh, but I love the idea of that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the color uh, of the zombie attributes i just that one whether it's the shirt or just the zombie skin you know those i i find that those are really attractive to me and i also am a huge fan of transparent uh, like skeletons against like a dark background those i have a couple of those that just like it just pops so much it's they're they're beautiful yeah and you know what's cool too is that and like you were saying the more plain ones those are are really visually striking. So when you look into like the the dark black background or a, a lighter background with really subtle uh, traits, I think those ones are really striking as well. So I'm right there with you, man. They look awesome. Then the other one that uh, that that comes to my mind, the wizards, those capes. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Man, I mean, those are still I feel like undervalued. Well, undervalued meaning like yeah, the people who hold them, they don't want to sell them. But when you do look at them uh, individually, it's it they're super cool, especially with that color purple. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I think it's uh, one of the first one the fame gifted to me, not knowing how they're really going to be a super exclusive group, uh, because um, 
I, I, I think we know the people that, that own them and, uh, and they love them. And I personally love it. I, I can't wait to grab every time I see something that's, that's priced reasonably. Uh, I try to get them uh, because none of you guys want to sell any of the shysties for a reasonable price. So let me, <laughs> I mean, you know, five ETH guys, like really, I mean, come on. Flexing. I, that's another one I faded early on too. Was was the wizard like an idiot? I mean, I sh- I should have like. Th- there's a few of them. They they looked at that and I was like, I think the rarity was playing with me. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's worth it, but it looks so good. And it's like, ah, you know, I'll, I'll be a fool. And then it's like, I think I've regretted all the ones I haven't b- bought. So it's uh, you know. I'll tell you what, man. I couldn't tell you how many of these things we've given away that were really, really high ranking. And looking back on it, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? And it's just like, man, I know we've given away like rank fifty and above, rank ten and above, and because when we first minted, we did a, a hundred for the marketing wallet, and we ran through all of those really fast. So we we've been sweeping and, and grabbing more, and and we've kind of slowed down here recently, but. Uh, yeah, man, looking back on it, we I've given away so many wizards. I've given away so many planetaries and, and just everything you can think of. It, it's been given away one way or another. So I'm just going to have to uh, disagree with you guys about the wizards. I think they're terrible. Um, I think that they are way overpriced. Um, you floor know, they're, popper? They're, just floor them on the floor? Floor them. Floor them. You know, financial advice. Probably won't even sell either, you know? Be <laughs> no, good luck. Good luck getting it to move. The laser eyes as well. They're trash. Make laser eyes, it. garbage. You know, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think obviously. the shysties really fit in the, the collection. The way that- <laughs> <laughs> shysties. Tudial, your shysties yeah. are awful. Yeah, <laughs> Tudio's went crazy, man. He has such a, a, a awesome bag. I looked through his wallet the other day, and he has some real grails in there, man. He he is uh, one of a kind. Well, you know, Chief Chief is right up there too. These guys go not just for quantity, but they're going like quality quantity. It's crazy. Oh yeah, all of them. And you know what? I, I don't think that we've really had a moment to kind of reflect back on our our path to this point yet you know and and, you know more than anything i do want to tell you guys thank you uh, just for the support that you guys have brought you know it's really rare and in between especially in this space where you know people will have a platform like this and they're willing to not only allow us to come up and speak but um just be there and be supportive you know you guys have been here for a while and uh you brought a great community of people in and and you know it really means the world to us man it, it, it none of this would be possible without having that type of support and foundation so um especially cross chain right i know a lot of people aren't necessarily uh eth maxis like we may be or or anything like that and you know kind of looking into your guys's world it's like an alien language just like i'm sure it is on the other way around but um <laughs> just seeing you know the amount of people that you guys have brought in and and the amount of love and support that they've shown, man, it's greatly appreciated. Thanks for that. That's that's so nice. Yeah, it's a it's a tight community, and it's you know instead of being divisive and you know fighting over chains, you know we just enjoy the art. So uh, it's it's we 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 got a good group of people, and uh, you know everyone's welcome. Yeah, and and it's cool too because I always speak about tribalism, right, and about how this space has always been uh, really clicky. 
you know, and, and seeing people from other chains come in and support projects or just be there and be willing to have conversation. And it's not necessarily about, oh, you know, you have a pineapple PFP. We can't get along. You know, it, it shouldn't be that way. Right. If we really want this space to go in the direction that we, we say we want it to, we have to work together, you know, regardless of, of anything else. And, and I think that's extremely important. And you guys have shown that, you know. Oh, yeah, that's that's super appreciated. Um and honestly, it wouldn't have happened like that had uh, you guys not shown the qualities that we were looking for, right? It's like, you know, we're, we've been out here banging the drums about, you know, projects and the way some projects do things the right way, some things that we don't agree upon that projects are doing. And dude, like that first conversation that I had with you, you're just like, like, preaching exactly what i've been preaching i'm like oh man i'm gonna have to check this out like i gotta i gotta see what's going on here and then i checked it out i'm like wow this is you know this artwork is quite different and then it was just i you know i told uh told my one group i was like yeah i'm an insider now and the next thing i know like a couple days later it's just like they're all flooding you told me (laughs) first you gave me like a five minute head start on the group there you go (laughs) You're welcome. I heard this. And you know, it's funny, man. I was on the interstate and Popper had, had shot me over the, the link to that Pinecast. And I, it was, I think it was a little over an hour long. And uh, I think this was before one of our first initial conversations, Popper. And uh, I'm sitting there listening to it and I'm waiting to hear insiders. I'm waiting on it. And you guys are just going back and forth with the banter. I'm loving it. And you guys start talking about it, man. And it just warmed my heart, you know, because you, you gave a, a full rundown of essentially, you know, the steps leading up to what happened and how you came across the project and things like that. And, you know, ever since then, man, it, it, I feel like we've been really tight here and, you know, just seeing the, the way that we've been perceived and, and it, it goes back to saying that, you know, we're real people at the end of the day. Sure. We have a project and, and things like that, but uh, it's the relationships that matter. You know, you, you never know who's on the other side of that screen. Uh, you don't know who you're dealing with, you know, and, and being able to make those relationships, uh, it can be long lasting, you know, lifelong relationships. I know even with me and Kazo, you know, we met through insiders, believe it or not. And uh, uh, just growing with him and, and speaking with him on a day to day basis. And I've learned so much, you know, and just being able to find these types of people within this space, you know, especially with the current temperature of the market right now, everybody needs a community. Everybody needs someone to talk to sometimes. And uh, I I pride myself on being able to say that, you know, I feel like we've created a community of people that all have the same goals. You know, we all want to look out for each other and, and make sure everybody's on the same page and, you know, not losing money in this space, which is an impossible task. But, you know, it, it's all about those relationships with good people, man. Yeah, uh, absolutely agree. And, you know, that's what we've experienced in this small little pond of, of Theta world here. You know, both me and Mags have kind of been assimilated into a couple of different projects and have certainly made lifelong friends uh, within the community. And, it you know, it's not what I expected when I when I signed up for this, but it's better than what I was expecting. And we will be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by Dr. Theta's Community Guardian Node. Theta's premier Community Guardian Node, where you can stake your Theta if you don't run your own Guardian Node. Best of all, 100% uptime, so you do not miss any rewards, and zero fees, so you earn 100% of your T-Fuel. Trusted by Theta Labs, you can easily stake directly within your wallet. Simply go to the Staking tab, 
Choose Delegated Guardian Node and find Dr. Theta's Guardian Node. Quick, simple, reliable, and best of all, safe, as the coins never leave your wallet. Stake with the doc today. This week's episode is brought to you by GuardiansofTheta.com, offering 0% one-click Theta Guardian staking with random monthly token giveaways. Guardians also airdropped everyone staking with him an NFT that you're able to stake and earn T-Vibe. 100% uptime, zero fees, random giveaways, what's not to love? Stop paying 4% and come join the fam with Guardians of Theta. Papa Max podcast. Yeah, this is what I like. I, I think uh, um, I come from more on the coin side of the world. And in the last six, seven months, I started to expose myself more into NFTs and the culture of NFTs and the people that are actually fall in love with art and then the community and everything else that's involved with it. But it's a special world to me. I, I see it from a different point of view, I guess, than, than people that have been in this space for a long time. But yes, I came in as a holder. I bought it in a secondary. I was not part of the free mint or anything. When I saw them and uh, then I had a conversation with Fame and, uh, and I'm like, yeah, okay, this is something I want to be involved with. What can I do? And then we started to talk about vision, you know, what what it's going to take to get to the next level and beyond. Uh, the amount of work, the type of team, type of holders and the support group. And this whole thing about the conversation around inclusion, uh, supporting one another. It doesn't have to be this tribalism that the fames talk about. As protective, uh, I can get some time uh, of my own holdings or the project that I'm working for, the holders that I spend all day with. Uh, but at the same time, if, it, if the conversations that evolve around Support, you know, supporting one another and their holdings and what they love, uh, and and I'm all for it. But it's a, it's a special feeling being part of Insider. I will tell you that because you know it's not just about the the money that you spend, the investment that you make to being there, but the value that you drive from it. Uh, what the connections that you start to make, the people that you never met before, uh, share the values, what what they're going about, what their lives are about, the things that they're involved with, the growth that takes place in in some of these places is phenomenal. Uh, I think that value could supersede any type of investment you make. And I won't speak about the floor prices of any any collection, you know, whether it's $5 or $5,000. End of the day, it's it's all depends on what you could afford. But when you get involved when in the trenches, uh, when you're talking to people and, and you, you, you've been on these spaces and then you start to have these conversations with the same individuals and find out their values, their challenges, those type of conversations and what they add to you as an individual, to me, that is real wealth. And that's been my motto. But as far as me and fame working together on a daily basis, and, and this is this is pretty much he sleeps, eat, wake up, everything he does, it's insiders. It's one of the reasons why I basically gave him a blank check on that one. Okay, whatever you need, I will be here for that. Uh, I will go um, on this journey with you. It uh, doesn't matter what it takes. Uh, it's not about the floor price. You know, our focus is always going to be people, you know, what they see in us, what they see in Insider, what they find in the community. And then we're going to try to bring that message at large uh, and see how far we can go. And, you know, the developments are there. You know, those things are going to continue to roll out. But we see Insider as more of a connection to like-minded people, uh, as often fame says find your people you know and drive value from that and then try to do right by those people right that's one of my job on in insider is that people are spending real money buying into secondary um, but 
giving them something in return, you know, whatever that is in the short term and long term, whatever that is in a personal level or in monetary. But we have to work towards that. We have to make this collection, this community be proud of proud of to own it, uh, be proud to be inside of it, talk to one another, whatever we could do for each other. That I think that is the basic goal of insider people always ask that exactly what you guys are trying to accomplish. And and, and I, I can't really always give them a short answer, but but this is what I say is that, you know, uh, we're trying to bring this message. Uh, you know, if you wanted to talk about all that's wrong in this space, whether you want to talk about uh, what teams should do, and whether you want to talk about what the communities should be, what the role of the founders or the team should be, how they should be working for the holders and not the other way around. All those things that we often wish for when we buy into collection that it never comes to fruition when nobody listens to you, uh, people don't show up, you know, they, they're there for one or two months and then they collect their royalties and they got their mint and then nowhere to be found uh, when when the tough time hits, you know, uh, people just act differently. Uh, so we we were going to do everything opposite of what those people have done in the past and try to earn people's trust. So end of the day, that's basically what our mission statement is, Fame. Uh, I, I hope you agree. Yeah, 100%, man. And, you know, for me, it's always come from a place of, you know, I've been in this space for a while. I've, I've purchased a lot of different projects. I've listened to a lot of different founders and how they speak and how they treat the community. And, you know, I, I've always wanted to strip it down to the basics of just, man, these are real people. You know, and, and, you know, we had a team meeting about this the other day of just you're going to go through phases and cycles with any project that you have. Um, you know, there's going to be super hype times. There's going to be super low times. But as long as the team remains consistent uh, and, you know, you have to remember that people have put money into you, you know, they be put their belief into you. And uh, if people are willing to, to do that, it's only right for the team to continue to show up, continue to put the work in and, and actually try to. Uh, provide value you know i don't I, I know i say it all the time but i don't ever want to get into a, a a process of just dropping an announcement just to drop an announcement you know i want to make sure that the things that we're doing uh, can last long term and and you know even if we go through a tough time uh, i still want to show up i still want to work i still want to put the effort in because i know you know a year from now it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing to look back on uh, you know it, it will never happen overnight but as long as we continue to grind it out and uh, people continue to support us and, and we do the right things and, and, you know, continue to, to be here on a day-to-day -day basis. I think everything will play out, you know, especially with Raider coming up, uh, this platform is going to be really cool. It's going to allow a lot of engagement and, and then we have the token side of things as well, but uh, we're really just trying to do it the right way. You know, the market's really ugly right now, but I mean, just don't make any excuses and, and just get the work done, you know? Totally. Um, yeah. I'm not big on excuses. I hate people who make excuses. I, I have people who use excuses for whatever it is. I usually say that, you know, if it's important to you, you'll you'll find a way. And if it's not important to you, you'll find an excuse not to do it. But so we're not about making excuses. But at the same time, the floor prices or sentiment or emotional, what, what people go through in crypto, it's irrelevant uh, to a certain extent. We're concentrated on constantly just finding a way to roll out things that people will enjoy, to latch onto it. And Fame just talked about the radio platform and how we can monetize it, how we can reward people. And seeing what's going to happen with OpenSea and for them to cut down the royalties and stuff, it's going to be a challenging time for a lot of projects. But, but this is why we have to stay ahead of the game. 
And our coin is going to solve a lot of those issues going forward and how it's going to tie into the rewards for people, whether it's a soft staking or just being an engagement level increasing of that and on social media and how we could reward people for interacting with, with the IP, interacting with our tweets and, and fellow holders and things like that. So you have to make it fun. You have to make it rewarding, but at the same time, you have to be sustainable, something that you can you could afford to do. Uh, and if, if you're going to talk about a long-term project, if you're going to talk about continued development, and you're going to talk about hiring developers and paying them, you know, rewarding people in real money and merchandise and everything else and all experiences, everybody talks about it. What people normally don't talk about it is that, you know, how you can afford it, how you can afford it long-term. So those are some of the conversations that we have. Those are certain uh, situations that we arrive and start to develop a blueprint. Hey, you know, where we're going with three months, what's going to look like six months, nine months, a year from now. And this is one of the reasons why we say it's a blue chip and die. It's, it, we actually mean it. <laughs> uh, and people sometimes laugh, but, but we mean it and we do have a plan to get there. So, but it's going to take time and, and, but, but it is our mission. And, uh, you know, we do it in a way that's, that's, um, sustainable. I've used that word before. It's only because Fame just said that, you know, not just to make an announcement for the sake of making an announcement. Uh, at the same time, you know, you have to be careful what you expose, uh, what things that you promise out in public, the time lens that you give people, hey, when are they going to have this and when are they going to have that? Because it's just detrimental. It just added pressure for the team. But rest assured, I mean, these are some of the things that we're going to continue to do. And we're going to continue to bring in new holders. And if you look at it, <clears throat> you know, our holder count is continued to rise. And in some ways, with with the floor price being down a little bit, it's actually allowing a lot of those people who weren't able to afford it, uh, you know, and said, okay, well, you know, it's it's not a free mint, but it's it's definitely affordable. I can get a, a great piece of art, uh, and uh, I can get into this community. I can learn. I can get value out of it. And I know the team is here. They're developing. Uh, we continue to see them on a daily basis. So I know I'm buying into something special and, and hopefully it turns out to be something really, really cool down the road. And that is our hope and that's our intent and that's our plan. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you guys. You know, obviously it's nice to to buy something and have the floor price double. But if you're not planning on selling it and you're planning on being there long term, then what does that really matter? Right. What does what does the floor price matter right now? Pre-development, pre really and pre-rater, pre-token. You know, we're we're in such the er, such the early stages. The one thing that I've really found about jumping into some ETH projects here, it's just it seems like a lot of people are just so short-term focused. It's like you know they're always chasing the next thing. It's like. It's definitely not a mindset that that I share. I'm more of the find something you like, grab it and put it in the nest and then just kind of sit on it and wait. It has to be that way. And you're right. You know, it, it seems like on this side of things, it, it's really, and I feel like I say this all the time, but it, it's unrealistic expectations, right? And, you know, when you're building a business, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, you have to, if, if you're going to jump into Web3, I think you have to commit long-term because the blockchain doesn't go anywhere, right? And from day one, I've always felt like, you know, if I'm going to put my my heart and soul into this thing and lose sleep and, and not be able to spend as much time with my family, you know, this has to be something that I work on long-term, you know, and, and everybody has kind of bought into that dream. But um, it, it's just, sometimes it's unfortunate, you know, but at the same time, 
I think that a lot of people don't realize the type of market that we're in as well. You know, it's just that everything's ugly right now. It's bleeding out. For me, it's just seeing the people that are here building. Uh, that says a lot about not only character, but about work ethic, you know, because as it stands right now, the money's not in it, right? It, it just takes time to get where you want to go. And I think that uh, just being able to be here and, and put something together, uh, it has to be a long-term hold. You know, you can't just go buy a PFP and expect it to double or triple in value within a couple of days. And if it does, that's awesome, you know, but there's still projects out there, especially with us, you know, that we want to do this for a long time and we want to make sure that uh, we're able to put this on a uh, uh, mainstream level, you know, and, and that's going to be a while before we get there. And it just takes hard work and dedication, you know, and having those people that are core supporters is, is what gets us there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing that Cuzzo mentioned was giving timeframes to community members. And I mean, you start giving timeframes and you have a high probability of ending up front line, uh, headline in the, the opening <laughs> pop and mag segment here with our reverse <laughs> countdown. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many do you have at this point uh we had a couple come off recently uh damn right they were, we did. They were fulfilled <laughs> one, one, one was me thank god <laughs> uh we have a, we have a project that we've been on it's a it's a theta project called rewarded tv and basically you can log on to rewarded you can create a a, a profile you can watch shows on there and as you watch you earn our play tokens you just basically watch to earn and they've, they've been adding a ton of content it's a pretty pretty cool but we were in it when it first started and they made some promises about when the token was going to be ready when the when the decks was going to be ready when staking was going to happen uh so they're they're way behind at this point it, it's so, tough man <laughs> yeah no it's tough man i agree uh, there's another project that promised their token back in January. And it's just, listen, like, you know, we we started this thing with a, a reverse countdown on Theta Drop, which is like one of the main NFT platforms for, for Theta NFTs. And they basically wouldn't let you take your NFTs off the site, right? They were they were locked on there. There was no way to it's withdraw. Custodial, yeah. Completely. Wow. Cause custodial, but like locked, like, you know, you can't even do anything with them off the site. Now you can withdraw them, but there was a, a AMA and one of the Theta Labs guys said that in a few weeks, you'll be able to take your NFTs off a of Theta Drop. So we counted how many a few weeks was and it ended up being what, like it, we were over 400 days. days. No, yeah, it was oh, under we a God. year. But it was under a year. It was under a year, but it was over 300 days, I believe. Yeah. Man, this, this timeline issue, I, I see this all the time, uh, especially on the coin side of things. And I think a lot of teams come under pressure when, when the tough times start to hit, when their charts are down, flow price is down, and they feel like they have to tell their holders something, uh, and maybe that will do the trick and for them to actually have a belief and continue to hold or buy more or something like that. And then they start dropping these timelines and they're unrealistic because in a development, you know, they're, they're, there's a testing phase and there's a trial phase. All those things happen and it ends up turning into be, you know, a negative for, for your project. But, you know, going back to this whole thing about the, 
the psychology of the investors and what they're dealing in a bear market uh, because I feel like it's also a job of the team to to convert some people and show them a value because people don't know. Uh, so it, it's a tight rope to walk. Uh, people don't know exactly what you're doing. So you do have to give them something. Uh, but the timelines are definitely uh, an issue. But at the same time, I, like I said, I mean, teams have to be doing a better job of of in- kind of conveying the message uh, that, hey, we're, we're going to be here. We're not going anywhere. We do understand that <clears throat> you're here to make money. You're going to buy multiple collections. You're going to trade. You're going to you know uh, do what it is. But as far as educating, trying to teach them that, hey, don't over leverage yourself. You know, you don't have to buy with every single dollar and and try to do multiple X's and things like that. And then as soon as you get a couple of those and then, then you move on to something else and on and on, and you're probably going to miss out on some of the, the biggest uh, value of projects in your life if you continue to do that. But but at the same time, we do have to put ourselves in, in their shoes. Uh, we've been in projects where we don't know what's going on. You know, you buy it and you don't know how it's going to last. Uh, we don't know what the team's going to be here or not. And you feel like, okay, if you didn't sell now, you're probably never going to be able to sell anything. You're going to get stuck with the dust. So I do understand the sentiment of it. So we try to do a better job just to try to educate them. And they said, hey, you know, if you bought too many, no problem. You, you could just scale back because end of the day, you know, our goal is to to find one holder for each of those NFTs, however long that takes. And it's going to be a lot of work, but it's part education that, you know, there's an art aspect to it. There's a community aspect to it. What you see in, in your NFT in that community, if how, what kind of value does that have for you? You know, it could be monetary and it is our intent to keep increasing that value. But however, you know, when it comes to trading and the sentiment of the market and stuff, you do have to put things in perspective. But we as a team have to do a better job and said, okay, you know, uh, one is enough. It's okay if you only have one. That's all. That's all you need to get in. Get into the community. That's all you need to get a uh, special access to the founders or whatever you need. You know, we're here for you. So, but I, I mean, the bear market, <laughs> the challenging times, and the holders are dealing with it as well. You know, they seen the value of their holdings go down, and uh, so the people are nervous. And and they when they get into something, they try to maximize that opportunity, but. The retention has to be the responsibility of the team and how you convey the message, how even keel you are in the good times and the bad times and you continue to develop. You know, you don't you don't really get emotional. Uh, you know, you don't get too stressed out. Uh, you don't get too excited for everything. You just do everything that you're doing from day one, regardless of what your floor price is, regardless of what you, if your holders are stressed or not. Because what what's good what is what good is it gonna do if somebody is stressed out and then you know they are asking you some difficult questions and things like that, but that's probably the opportunity to let them know, hey, this is what's coming. We're not going anywhere. We could use your help as well. You know, you do have a responsibility. So we're in this together, and I feel like teams miss that opportunity. We try to capture on that. Uh, so yeah, that is that's definitely an intent. But it is a tough times out there. You know, it's easy for me to you know start to lay a blame on on people and how their trading habits are. But but those people have also been rugged so many times. They've been done wrong. You know, people don't live up to their words. People say things, but they never deliver, and that's why the timelines are not good. You know, you tell them this is my intent. You know, if you guys pay attention. This is exactly what I always say. This is my intent. This is what we want to do. Um, and when it comes to coin, the reason I never gave a timeline of when we're going to introduce it, it's because when me and Fame, we have these conversations about the coin, coin is it's a currency. It's going to do great things for insiders only if it's executed properly. It has to go in line with what we want to do with greater. 
because Raider is a rewarding platform. So if you launch token too early, then you're going to have these conversations with people that, okay, I got this token, I got this chart, but then when is that coming? When, you know, what does it do? What does the token do? What its utility, you know? But if I don't tie into the utility uh, with the token, then that it's meaningful. Then then it just looks like something else. And that then when that chart starts to bleed out, it's going to have an effect on your collection as well. Because these dynamics, you know, as much as we like to think they are separate, but they're not because people drive sentiment from one to the other. Uh, this is a pattern we see all the time. Like if your if your token price is down, it's going to impact your NFT flow price and vice versa. So Having a proper utility and a development to go along with it is super, super important. And this is why we started to have a conversation to prepare people that it's coming, that you're going to have to have NFT in order to buy its pre-sale. It's not going to be open to anyone outside. Uh, So we have the conversation. This is why we told, otherwise I would not even mention the coin. Uh, but we need to prepare people that, hey, this is what it's going to take for you to get into it, number one. Uh, number two, we're not launching a coin just to launch it, uh, something. And it has a purpose, uh, where we're going with this, how it's going to tie into in future what you're going to be able to do with your NFT uh, or your coin. Uh, it's going to bounce off each other, how it's going to reward And at the end of the day, it has to be sustainable. It cannot have added pressure on on the treasury. The things that we want to do for insider, we have to be able to afford it. So we cannot just have conversations about, hey, a wish list, but have no way of paying for it. So it's a process. But at the same time, we're we're super careful. You know, we pay attention to what's happening in the market. We dissect, we look at the projects that do have coin and NFT and how how they're dealing with it, what are the problems, what are the positives and things like that. So we're going to do our best uh, to make sure that the launch is good, uh, that utility around the coin is there. You know, we we did have, um, I think we already spoke about that it's going to have soft staking. We're not in favor of locking up anybody's assets. We don't want to lock up your NFTs. You know, if you, if you want to sell, you could sell. You know, it's not like you wouldn't have to deposit into a contract, pay gas fees and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's not, it shouldn't be set it and forget it type of deal either, where people just, you know, load up and then they never interact with anything. Uh, they never support anything and then just uh, constantly be a burden on your liquidity pools for the coin. Because then again, that that's money too. That that's definitely uh, you know impacts your bottom line. So the reason I went in length in explaining this is that there's a purpose to everything, and you should take your time. And if if somebody is not patient enough to wait for those things, and that's okay. Uh, I have no problem people coming back and giving us a second look, and you know, and buying then at that point and when that development is ready. But it has to be purposeful. It has to solve some problems, and it has to add a value to what you are already trying to do, but more importantly, it has to fit your overall vision to where you're going in the future. So I wanted to at least explain that, uh, why the timelines are a problem, but uh, but how the coin is coming and when it's going to come, and but what things have to be ready around it for us to actually introduce that. Yeah, no, I, I think you're doing it the right way. You know, t- saying that something's coming or being worked on is is proper. Right. And saying that, oh, you're going to have it by the end of September. Now you're on the clock, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 don't, I see no problem with that. And honestly, like, you know, I'm loving everything that you're saying about it because I completely agree. We've seen we've seen projects just create coins for no reason. 
you know, you get that, you get that immediate hype, like, oh, there's a token, there's a token. And then the token's useless. And so what was the point in the first place? So yeah, to make this thing sustainable, everything that you said uh, has to be done. So I, I completely agree with that. Now, just before we wrap this up, I know we mentioned this. You guys brought it up already a little bit, both of you, the uh, the website that you guys have for your merch. I think that is so cool. As you guys said, it it's a token-gated merch site, right? So you literally link up your, your MetaMask. And if you want a T-shirt with a, a, a Gold Ape Insider, then your MetaMask needs to find a Gold Ape Insider in your in your wallet, right? Yeah, that's the way it works, man. And, you know, it's really just our take on doing something a little bit different. <clears throat> you know, a lot of times I, I just see, you know, just a logo slapped on it and they call it good. Right. And and I think for us uh, being able to add that extra layer of engagement, people have to own specific assets to actually have a physical item. I think that's just a really cool play on it. I think we're up to, I think, 112 different uh, designs and, and products on the merch shop right now, but yeah, you have to own. You have to actually own uh, a specific trait to be able to purchase individual shirts. There are some that are non-holders and things like that, or just generalized uh, merchandise as well. But uh, the thick of things is is really you know you have to own a specific asset to use it. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, and I also wanted to just make sure that we mentioned you know you guys are doing poker nights. I don't think it's every week, but I would say at least two or three Sundays a month and giving away NFTs. You guys are doing battle royales on Discord and giving away NFTs to the winner. I know you I, got like for a, a UFC, what you're saying. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. <laughs> I guess he should be there. But, but yeah, man, um, Magnum Popper. I mean, we we try to uh offer like a host of activities and you know uh you know whether it's a poker tournament like you mentioned but we're also getting ready for a fantasy league as well you know let's see how many people want to play uh you know um like the giveaways yeah <laughs> fame is notorious for just giving it away uh and uh but yeah <laughs> uh, we definitely we definitely try to give out as much as we can we've scaled back a little bit uh, but uh, recently, I think with from from Yuga Labs that NFT the giveaways for the, for every NFT you purchase in the last two three weeks that was that was costly. We we've done that, but but yeah, I mean there's there's some there's some activity in in some of the channels where you know whether it's um, the mental health or physical health, and if you're looking for advice or somebody with a similar situa- situation or or issues, you could definitely draw value to from there. Uh, join in. Um, we we do have our uh, Alpha NFT channel now. That's that's really popping. And of course, uh, we do have Alpha Coin channel. Uh, I think the plays that are coming in there from from myself and some of the others are super super good. Anybody who is insider holder, if you're listening to it, uh, and if you have any interest in trading in shit coins or any kind of coins, uh, <laughs> definitely you want to check that out because uh, people are doing super well. So I mean, end of the day, you know, insider might only cost you a little bit of money, but the value I think you're going to get uh, is many folds provided you're active. But if you're not there, you're going to miss out on those things. And those are things that we want to do. But as far as the, the uh, activities, there are like probably 15, 20 things. Oh, thank you, Rug. <clears throat> Man, I do want to follow it up, though. You know, we do have a, a poker tournament coming up this Sunday. Uh, it's at 6 p.m. Eastern. It is open up to the complete public. 
Uh, we're going to do NFT giveaways, ETH giveaways, and things like that. But we've also set up a system throughout the Discord to where people can uh, participate in different activities every single day. Um, and then we're going to do a big giveaway at the end of the month. Uh, that way we're not doing so many crazy different giveaways or anything like that. But you know, there will be something there for everybody to do at least once a day and, and just get the community engaged. You know, I think that's one of the, the pillars of what we want to do here is just make sure that we're having people uh, be able to participate in things and meet one another. And, and I think that a project is only as strong as its community. So it's only right that we uh, have those type of offerings. Yeah. And, you know, the same goes for you guys as project leads, you know, as a community member, you like to see a, a team that is involved and a team that is uh, hanging around and, and always there. And that is you guys. I mean, you're in the discord every day. You're on spaces a, a hundred times a week and it's you're never hiding. You're never you've never disappeared. And if you've disappeared for the majority of the day, at the end of the day, you pop on and be like, yo, I'm sorry. You know, I've been I've been working and, you know, it's it is it is nice to have that kind of uh, presence from the team as well. So that doesn't go unnoticed either. Thank you. You know, and, and it's a lot, too, because I think that and, and I, we spoke on this earlier, too, is just that, you know, if people are willing to believe in what we're doing, uh, I think it's only right that we show up. Right. And uh, so. I don't want us to be that shadowy figure that just randomly drops an announcement. You don't ever see him in the chat. You know, I, I uh, at the beginning of starting Insiders, for me, it was just about finding my people, you know, and, and uh, I'm proud to say that I've been able to do that so far. We've been able to do that, you know, and, and being able to get in these chats and, and on spaces and just interact with the community. I think that's a, a something different that we're offering. And, and I, I personally enjoy it, you know. Uh, my, my son's literally asleep right behind me right now, you know, and, and so it's just it's a cool thing for us to do. And, and I really enjoy it, and especially playing games and uh, things like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just it's trying to bring that value and, and bring back the good vibes. You know, we're we're always stressed out at this point with, with what's going on in the market and things like that. It's nice to be able to kind of take a step back from it a little bit and enjoy just enjoy the, the community and the relationships that we're able to build. So I love it. 100% agree. Hey, listen, don't want to take your whole night up. We we certainly appreciate you guys joining us for this. Happy that we uh, happened upon the insiders and, you know, feel feel right at home in there for sure. Uh, Mag, Thank you got any uh, any parting words here? I did. And I just just left my head. My brain sucks, man. I just had just a little thing and it's it's gone. But uh, oh, yeah. Anytime you guys want to come on. And also, Popper, I think uh, I think Popper should maybe run a commercial this week for the insiders. Yeah. No, I already. Yeah, that'll that'll happen. <laughs> I love that. Man. I, I think I got rugged or something and my connection happened. So sorry about that. Yeah. Guys. Um, so, but yeah, anyways, guys, it was fun. Yeah. Nice talking to you guys. Thanks for all the support. Uh, we can't thank you enough, obviously. Uh, but yeah, we love being here, uh, and, uh, definitely like to come back. Uh, but anything that you guys do for insiders, man, certainly appreciate that, uh, from bottom of our hearts for sure. Definitely. Anytime. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, we're in this thing together for sure. So we appreciate what you guys are doing and we are happy to be a part of it. Appreciate and absolutely, it, you, you know, if you got. If you guys have something you want to pop back on and, and share with us, just, you know, you know, you know how to get a hold of us. So feel free anytime. Will do. You all have a wonderful evening. I hope you all have a good one. 
Uh, again, thank you all for for being here. And to the listeners, you know, if you don't have an insider, go grab one. Uh, we would love to have you in the community. Love to meet you all and, and just build out a relationship. You know, it's we're in a, a place now to where I feel like it, it's all about building relationships with good people. So if you're a good person and uh, you're looking for a new home, come find us, man. We'll we'll, open, we'll welcome you with open arms. Appreciate you guys for having us. All right. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a great night and we'll uh, we'll definitely be seeing you on the boards. Thanks, guys. All right. Later. You have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a very nicely worded compliment on Twitter at Just Add Spam. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot Tub.